Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. It's 4 o'clock in Los Angeles. It's 6 o'clock in Chicago. And it's 7 p.m. here in New York City. Hello, everybody. I'm Matt Douglas Scipio. Joined this week by an incredibly interesting character. His name's Patrick Welch. He brought a young lady with him. I don't know if he kidnapped the poor girl. She looks scared. But we're going to talk about the spooks inspectors of Savannah Paranormal. If you're wondering where did Amelia the Pitbull Chapman go, well, Amelia is on assignment. She'll join us later in the broadcast. In the meantime, you're stuck with me, the Big Daddy Mad Dog. Well, I'll tell you what. Patrick, uh, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. He's a very soft-spoken guy, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. He's not quite the big mouth that I am. Uh, And you're joined tonight by... Uh, a uh, a young lady. Her name is Courtney. Let me introduce everybody to Courtney. This is Courtney Batista, and of course Patrick Welsh. Patrick is the founder of the Paranormal Society of Savannah, Savannah, Georgia. And I came across Patrick. Actually, actually I'm, the truth be told, I've been trolling Patrick for a little while now. <laughs> I've been trolling Savannah Paranormal for a little bit. So, uh, and I got some questions. So, first of all, welcome to the show. Courtney, relax. Don't worry about it. There's only about 10 and a half million people watching. Uh, or listening, I should say. Listening. Don't be, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. It's all, it's all good. Uh, Patrick, let's talk about this. First of all, um, you look like you seem like a normal guy. You look like a fairly normal guy. Why the hell would you want to? Like chasing spooks, inspectors, chasing ghosts. Why? What's in it for you, kid? There's nothing in it for me, really, other than I enjoy it. It's a really good hobby. Uh, you know, when I was six years old, I'm 50 now. I'll be 51 day before Halloween. You're just and, a uh, baby. You're just a baby. <laughs> and uh, so I saw my first ghost uh, when I was six years old at my grandfather's house and right. uh my my dad's side's catholic and they didn't believe in ghosts or anything the only ghost is the holy ghost and all that stuff and uh yeah. you know you're gonna go to hell if you, you even talk about it but my <laughs> mom's side was very oh, open yeah. to it and um yeah we just you know loved it and uh I, being born the day before halloween i just you know i love it so you were born on mischief night. Yes, sir. And you've been raising mischief ever since. Courtney, you seem like a fairly level-headed young lady. How the hell did you get yeah. roped into this stuff? 
How'd you get rooked into this court? I met Patrick about three years ago and I moved down to Savannah. I personally have always been interested in the spirit side of everything. Uh, I like to find the scientific part of it. I like to try to either debunk it if I have to, or there's always, always something behind it. It's interesting you said that. It's interesting you said that. A lot of people go in with the mindset of trying to prove spirit energy rather than disprove it because it's much easier to disprove it than it is to prove it. People don't understand that. It's a lot harder if you're an, and I've been on a lot of ghost investigations, a lot when I tell you a lot, okay? And it is far, far harder to prove the existence of spirit than to disprove it because any number of things can be chalked up to supposed spirit activity, you know, a number of things. Uh, Patrick, you said something interesting. You do it as kind of a hobby. It's, um, it's a fun hobby for you. When does it stop being fun and take on the realm of business for you? When does it get real for you? Uh, I don't know, really. I mean, we don't do this. We don't, we don't make any money. We have regular jobs and, uh, well, when I, when I, I say that, just, that uh, yeah, Patrick, let me interject for a moment. When I say, you know, when does it get real for you? I'm not talking about your ability to, uh, to make or not make money. I'm talking about when, when does the energy get real for you? When do you realize, hey, this is not fun right now. This is serious shit. Whenever we we really start getting some activity, um, it's one of those things where, you know, we go on, on an investigation and we're excited, we're pumped, and we're ready. We know the mm-hmm. history and everything, and we're there. You're there for a couple of hours. You're getting nothing, right? You're bored. You start saying, well, you know, this sucks, you know, and then out of the blue you get that one evp or you get that door slam or whatever or noise and then it starts to get fun again yeah um, you know we've been on so many investigations we don't get shit we don't get nothing yeah and um you know a lot of people say well why do you keep doing it and i said well it's a hobby it's kind of like it's kind of like fishing yeah i like to go fishing when you go fishing a lot of times you won't catch anything or you won't right. even nibble, but you keep going because you enjoy yeah. it. And we Can enjoy I tell it. You something? And when it stops I, being fun. Mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you, I'm, I want to tell you something. I'm going to stop you right there because I am so happy. I'm so happy to hear you say that. And I'm thrilled that you used a fishing comparison because everybody knows what watches and listens to this show. I'm a psychic. People think that you can turn being a psychic on and off. Okay. I can't turn it off. Okay. But by the same token, spirit does not show up at will. Okay. It shows up when it wants to show up. I can't command spirit to just to be here. It's going to show up when it's damn good and ready and on its time, not mine. Mm -hmm. So, and people need to understand that guys like Patrick, 
who go out and do this. And by the way, he's not making a hell of a lot of money because he's relying on donations, largely donations, to, to make any money off of this gig. But by the same token, you know, this is what he wants to do. It's fun for him. It kills a little time. You know, and it opens up his mind to other avenues, which is great. Um, I'm glad to hear you say that. That, and I want people to know you'll do. You will do if you ever go on investigations with anyone. You'll do three, four, five hours where you may not get anything, and then you may have an hour. Yeah, and you may have an hour solid where it doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. That hour may seem like three hours because it's so busy. I've had that happen. Yeah. Courtney, yeah. you're the evidence manager uh, of this uh, paranormal society of Savannah, Georgia. Uh, as the evidence manager, what are some of the most unusual items of evidence you've had to collect? Well, uh, we have one of our one of my first investigations with the team. It was me and one of our other case managers, uh, Sarah. She was actually in the the office with us at this time, and we were at a uh, Grove Point plantation. And this is where we had a boo bear, which is kind of like an EMF meter inside of a bear, and right. we had it sit on the table. Okay. Now, we were trying to get in touch with a spirit of an eight-year-old boy that is said to play hide-and-seek and come out whenever he pleases. Mm. Well, he wasn't really being that active, so we were going to encourage him by placing our teddy bear, which he's probably more familiar with than a piece of, you know, block equipment. Sure. Well, we asked if he could touch the bear to make the pretty colors light up, and, well, he didn't just touch it. He flung it. Off really? The about three feet away. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Uh, and so what was the end result of that? Did he communicate with you verbally, vocally? We got nothing EDP out of that. Meter? No, we got nothing out of that. We did get some SLS footage prior to this, All right. which is how we figured out he might have been in the parlor room where we ended up. Oh, but okay. other than that, that was the last activity we we like got from him. But you can tell right. he probably was not in the best mood after that. Yeah, interesting. Um, Patrick, uh, you've been doing this for a, a few years now, right? You've been, you've been at this for a little while. Uh, yes, when sir. did you become, w- at what point did you say to yourself, I'm going to go balls to the walls here? I'm going to start spending some money on equipment. I'm going to go buy, you know, some little toys to play with. Yeah, that's what, by the way, folks, that's what men call gadgets. They're toys to us. Because we like gadgets. I, I got a studio full of gadgets. <laughs> I really do. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh. so what, so what was the uh, like th- that point where you said, I got to spend some money now? Yeah, for like, you know, 10, 12 years, my dad, you know, who's on the team as well. Um, we were always, hey, let's let's buy this, let's buy that. And it was so expensive. And so we were just kind of doing it on our own, you know, a little recorder or whatnot. But when COVID hit, we had a lot of uh, family and friends uh, passing away. I'm a, I'm a big guy. Um, You know, I used to weigh 530 something pounds. Now I weigh about 350. I had the gastric bypass and everything. So, but I had that a year. God bless you. 
appreciate it. So I was, I told my dad, I'm like, it's now or never. Everybody's sitting at home, right? Yeah. Working from home. I was lucky enough. I was considered essential. So I would get to take off and go to all these places. There was nobody there. So yeah. I would go and do these little live videos. And then my dad was like, hey, we need to buy a camera, you know, a good camera, not, you know, crazy, just a little 4K camera or whatever um, and things like that. So then we looked into, you know, of course, we looked at the ghost stops and the St. August ghost teams and everything. And we were kind of looking, OK, let's get an EMF meter. You know, we can do this and this. So we started buying little things. And then my brother-in-law joined and then one of my best friends from childhood joined. So it was us four for a while. And then it just kind of took off. Everybody was kind of digging our videos and stuff and yeah. everything. So we decided to have a, a paranormal class where we had taken people with us. Sure. They just didn't pan out, man. They weren't from, they weren't from earth. I mean, a lot of them were just crazy for lack of a better yeah. term. And we wanted them to be cool yeah. with us or either sure. they got bored. Right. And we told them, listen, man, we can't make this stuff happen. You know, you got to exactly. be quiet. Yeah, exactly what I was just saying. You know, yeah. They were yeah. constantly on their phone and stuff. So I said, why don't we have a little class and teach them what, what we learned so that sure. they don't make the same stupid mistake. You know, we don't exactly. know everything. We're learning every day. We're learning every day. So um, we, we just said, hey, let's have a class. And if you see the young lady in the in the picture behind me, that's Sarah. That's the one Courtney's talking about. Yes. So me and her were, you know, teenage friends. So she was like, hey, you forgot about me. And I'm like, no, I didn't know you were interested. So little by little, we started picking people. Courtney was at the first class. She was on another team. They hadn't been doing anything. So right. we, yeah, let's, let's go. Them. And uh, then we just took off. You know, we started buying little things. And we had a lot of friends um, sure. that were like, hey, man. You know, what do you need? And we're like, uh, I don't know. What what do we need? So, and they would just buy little, uh, you know, spirit boxes, you know, the SB7s, yeah. SB11s and things. So, and then we just started going that route. Well, let's talk about that. Oh, before we do, by the way, folks, <laughs> I have a rather sizable list of the latest in ghost hunting equipment from the professionals, the ghost hunters. But before I get into that, let me share a story with Courtney and Patrick. This is absolute true story and documented too. documented story in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I live not too far from Philadelphia. Um, they give walking ghost tours in Philadelphia. And they do historical uh, walking tours. One of the tours that they did was called the John Payton house. You can look it up. It's in, it's in Philadelphia. It's, it was the home to many, many presidents at the time, including, including George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, uh, John Adams, John Quincy Adams, a, a bunch of people that, you know, through history in this house, and we just wanted to stop. It's one of many stops along the way. But in this particular house, the, the tour guide said, and I'll never forget this. I'll never forget this. The tour guide said, you're free to roam around the house now. Feel free to take your camera out and start taking pictures if you like. 
All I had was a cell phone on me. So I took some, now I didn't even think about it. I gave it no thought. I took my cell phone out and I'm taking pictures and there was, I'm taking pictures over here and I'm taking, I'm just, and all of a sudden, and I can't even tell you why. All of a sudden I turned around and there was this big grandfather clock. Now you guys know what a grandfather clock is. They're huge. This is like seven foot tall and it had to weigh, it had to weigh a ton at least. It was solid oak, all right, hand carved, Patrick, hand carved, right? So I took a picture wow. of it because I thought it was a neat clock, right? And then I put my phone away because it was time to go on with the tour. I thought nothing of it. I get home. I take my phone out. I'm going through the pictures I took. Do you know in the face of that clock? Was George Washington staring back at me? I can't make that no up. No way. I swear to you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even. Cool. I cannot. I swear. I Patrick, listen to me. I swear. You got I the picture you, my, The truth, my hand to God, there was a face staring back at me. In fact, That's the person cool. I... The person that I was with at the time said that she saw two other faces in there. I tried to see what she was saying. All I kept seeing was George Washington because it was clear as day to me. But all I had was a cell phone. By the way, we're going to talk about why cell phones are important to ghost hunters. But, Patrick, let's go over the list, my friend. (laughs) Sure. They say that the uh, the well-qualified ghost hunter should have a maglite quality flashlight. They should have a Phoenix headlight, you know, Phoenix headlamp, a rechargeable Phoenix headlamp. They should have a Bell and Howell camcorder. Why a Bell and Howell? Because it's got high-resolution IR capabilities. That's infrared for you you non-techies out there. Uh, you have to have a, tomah- a Tomahawk EVP meter. It's the best of the best. A FLIR high-resolution heat sensor camera. FLIR, by the way, is where you get the best heat signatures. Uh, if they're spirit, it's going to be caught on a FLIR camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaiser brand thermal monocular. Now, What's a thermal monocular? I want to tell people what a thermal monocular is. A binocular, or binoculars as we call them, a binocular are those things that you look at like this, right? A monocular is this thing that you look through. It's one pipe. But they have thermal monoculars. They're electric, they're you know, electronic. And they have them in high res. Why do you need one? Simple. Because it will singular your vision. It will not create a double vision for you like a binocular will. They say to get a, a, an Olympus digital voice recorder, recorder, excuse me, an Olympus digital voice recorder, the best on the market. Uh, a Black & Decker backup battery pack. They say, by the way, you guys carry batteries with you or do you plug in? A shit gun. 
Is that okay? No, we have a shitload of batteries. And battery packs. All right, too. Good. Um, Yeah, they say that the Black & Decker battery packs hold up the best. They recommend safe transport and storage cases to transport your equipment. A Bell & Howell EMF meter use only Bell & Howell. Why? Here's why. Again, it has IR capability, high-res IR capability. Uh, LED rechargeable torches for light, portable light. Two-way radios or walkie-talkies. They say never use your cell phone to communicate on a ghost hunt. Why? I'm going to tell you why we're going to... The cell phone we're going to talk about last. But never use your cell phone to talk on while you're doing a, uh, a an investigation. Um, digital watch. Carry a digital watch with you for precision accuracy, for time stamping. They also tell me to have an infrared thermometer with you for heat signatures. Also to time those heat signatures. They say... No ghost hunter crew should be without a spirit box or a Frank box. Okay. You, and we're going to find out what kind you got. And uh, the, the, the last thing before we talk about cell phones, never, ever, ever allow anyone in your crew to smoke while investigating. Correct. And now you're saying to yourself, well, why, mad dog? Why don't you want anybody to smoke while you're investigating a haunt? Here's why. It's very simple. Spirit uses the sense of smell to tell us they're there. If I'm with someone inside or outside and I see a cigarette, if they don't work for me, they're going to get an earful. And if they work for me, they're getting fired on the spot. Okay. And I bring that up because, interestingly enough, Patrick, that was captured on one of your investigations on tape. I'm going to show you tonight who was smoking. Now, let's tell everybody why a cell phone is the ghost hunter's best friend. Here's why. Two reasons. Actually, three reasons, but two really great ones. Number one, it has built-in IR, infrared. Okay, it's also an incredibly accurate um, calibrator for where spirit is. Cell phones can measure self and people don't know this, but cell phones can measure electromagnetic energy. They can also tell you where an electromagnetic field is. But the third reason you might want to carry a phone with you is relates back to the story. I just told about taking a picture at the John Payton house in Philadelphia. So what do you guys use? I'm going to shut up now, Patrick, and it's, it's all you tell me what you got. Sure. You want to go ahead first, Courtney? So basically what we do, we have, Team members, we tell them, listen, you can use our equipment, right? It's the team's equipment. Sign it out. But there are several things, like you mentioned, that we say 
you've got to take along with you. Um, now, you mentioned cell phones. We tell them you can use your cell phones, but we say put them on airplane mode. So we put them on airplane mode because we found out if you're using your cell phone and you've got a REM pod, which we have several of or whatnot, it'll set them off. Mm -hmm. It'll set off your EMF meters, K2 meters, whatever. It'll set those off as well. Same thing and, with your and walk I, yeah. Be careful with your walk And And, your and that's exactly why... That's you're you're and let and let me just confirm that for you because that's why I, I just said a moment ago, cell phones are excellent for detecting EMF activity. If you have an EMF meter, shut your phone off or put it on airplane. Yeah, go ahead, Patrick. You're absolutely right. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Um, so we do use the pods and we have several we've got the rim pod and we've got the rim pod we've got uh grids that we like to use um we've got uh got it so hard to find now those are the best yes but uh right. good luck finding one it's kind of like an ovulus good luck trying to find one of those now um oh yeah i'm not crazy about the ovulus <laughs> but uh yeah it is kind of like on our list, like, hey, we we really want, you know, but it's like, do we really want to spend that much? But now, you know, they discontinued it. Now they come up with a new one, whatever. So, I mean, we've got SLS cameras um, that we like using. Uh, I'll tell you a cool story later on about the SLS camera when we went to the Long Cane Massacre site up in, uh, was it Hodges? Abbeville. Abbeville, South Carolina. Um, Oh, Lord. In our bag of tricks, we, we use a lot of trigger objects. You know, we use, you know, cat balls because um, they're cheap. Right. Right. And if they go sure. out, whatever. Who cares? You're going to three or four bucks, whatever. Um, we use the boo bears. We like using them. We like using boo bears because if you have a child, right, um, they'll, we feel like they would be more drawn to it and communicate with us if they see the bear. Hey, can you touch the bear? The bear oh, absolutely. Like, sure. Female. You know, someone that was abused or someone that was mentally handicapped at the time, you know, was in a in a home or something or was abused really bad. They'll feel more comfortable coming around that than they will. Hey, can you can you make this device turn green or red? They don't light. know what the hell that is. You know what I mean? They're probably like, what is this? I have no idea what this is. So but we have lots of other things. You know, we got the spirit boxes. We don't have a Frank's box, um, but we do have, you know, some devices that help clean it up for us. Um, you have the honeycomb. Yeah, we, we've got the honeycomb is, is what we use. Okay. It works really well. Sure. Um, we, we uh, you know, we, we, we like little gadgets. They're fun, but you don't need them. That's what we tell, you know, people that want to go ghost hunting with us and stuff. And like, yeah, they're cool mm -hmm. to have, but you don't need them unless you really want it. It's cool to have. So, yeah. you know, we use And if you're really willing to things. spend the money. Yeah. Yeah. If exactly. you're willing to spend the money. Look, here's the thing. If you're not making any money on it, it kind of defeats the purpose to spend money if you're not making any. But the right. and the other thing is that what let's say let's say you wake up one day and say, you know what, I'm over this ghost hunting stuff. At least you're not out thousands and thousands of dollars. Exactly. You know, you you know, and so you have the option. To use the equipment you have, you know, and I'm sure you bought some of it used. I'm sure you bought some new, but yep. 
you know, it, the idea is don't invest a lot of money unless you're going, if, unless you plan on making a lot of money. And I think that's a good thing that you at least took the time, Patrick, to educate people that were joining your team. And I want to talk about your team right now. I'm going to show a short video of Patrick's team. And these are the crew of uh, Savannah Paranormal. Check it look. So Courtney, I just I just learned something. You're the Spider Woman, huh? There's a uh, story behind that nickname. Yeah. We all okay. So tell nickname. me the story, kid. Well, back on the first investigation that I've ever went on again, uh, we were kind of traveling through the woods, me and another investigator, and um, we were on the golf cart because it was a long trail ride to the graveyard we were going to investigate. Sure. Well couldn't really drive properly and uh, ended up smacking he ended up smacking my face with a, a plant oh, <laughs> via the uh, golf cart and um <laughs> didn't know exactly what hit me on those i felt a spider web and i felt something crunchy in my mouth and it didn't taste too good she ate a spider that, that was my guess wasn't the best oh you've become <laughs> one with a, the spider a memory <laughs> that's a pretty look, much yeah believe it or not they're edible and it's it's pure protein so you it didn't do anything bad. If look, you you know now if you had to survive eating bugs, you could do it. You know, correct? Yeah, yep. it's not yep. quite the same as a burger or a steak, but look, hey, it worked. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. It worked. So it was pretty um, funny. I want to talk to you later on in the show. We're going to see and talk about uh, an investigation, a kind of a sample investigation that you guys did uh i'm guessing this was in the greater savannah area but uh, i know that you do other states as well and other counties outside of savannah uh what is the most requested thing for you guys to seek out and when people call you what are they wanting you to do what's the most requested subject that you get uh, the first thing is like, Hey, I'm not crazy. Um, I just want to make sure you guys are seeing what I'm seeing or hearing what I'm hearing. Yeah. Um, we do a lot of, uh, cases with, uh, with kids, little kids and stuff. So we've been able to help them. But, uh, the number one thing is, uh, 
probably to leave them alone. That's it. They just want to be left alone. Can can you have it leave us alone? I don't care if it if it lives here. You know, I can live with it, but it's keeping me up. It's keeping my kids up. It's doing this and this. So that's the number one thing is just to ask it to leave them yeah. alone. Do you guys, um, are you guys trained in how to set up borders? Do you know what I mean by that? Setting up borders. You mean like, uh, like, like protection and, uh, kind of like we call them. Well, like and I'm, I'm talking about in, in terms of spirit borders. In other words, if you go into a house with a psychic, and I, I know you use Randy Mabry. Randy's good. I know who Randy is. Um, and he probably knows who I am, but I know who Randy is. And so Randy's pretty good at what he does. And I'll give him kudos. Um, Randy might be the person to answer. When I say setting up borders, and you just kind of put your finger on it a little bit. When you go into a person's home, as Patrick just said, spirit just wants to be left alone. You know? Spirit wants to be left alone. They want, you know, they want to be able to do what they want to do, but they don't want the homeowner trying to kick them out. Because, you know, let's be honest about it. Spirit was in the home before the homeowner was. And that's what we have to remember. It was their home first. Yeah. Setting up borders is this, Patrick. It's very simple. Respecting spirit's parameters. You say to a spirit, or Randy would say to a spirit, this part of the house is yours. This this is where you can have fun. You can live. You can do what you want to do. This is the, the rest of this place belongs to these people. It's their home. It's called setting up borders. Or to use the word parameters. It's setting up a parameter. You know? So, uh, as you investigate more private homes you're going to see that that'll happen um so courtney you're you're the evidence lady here what's been the most the single most unusual piece of evidence that you've ever had to confront either on the spot there live or something you saw after the investigation was over. Like the weirdest piece? Hmm. I mean, well, this was like at our other shop. We had a, uh, as you know, we, we have Honda Grounds Coffee. It's our coffee shop that we, that we do run during the day when we're not doing this. Sure. Um, we had another location in Midway, Georgia. Well, during okay. a class, we were hosting a 102 where they got to have hands-on investigating with us and um, like more hands-on with us helping them out investigate. Well, right. we set our recorder in what we call our museum because we have some haunted objects that we uh, have to show for people. And um, our recorder died, but we thought our recorder mm-hmm. died. So we left it in the museum. We're going to come back to it later on. We went into another room to start a um, another EVP and another SDS method, um, you know, a little thing that we were doing. And uh, yeah. we come back to get the recorder after everything is done. This is like two hours later. Turns out the recorder was still going this whole entire time. And so I was reviewing the recording thinking, okay, 
we're not going to hear anything. Well, we got this really awful growl and voice come through that said, I'm going to get her. It literally Do you think it was demonic? demonic. Did, it, did it sound demonic it to you? It sounded like it. It did. It did sound that it really, it really did. Oh, did you but hear it too, Patrick? Or did it sound, did it sound like a demon? Yes, oh, I was really? There. Yeah. And here, here's the weird thing. So we have like this little small haunted museum. When we go out of town and stuff, uh, people will bring us things. We don't, we don't know. You know, we're taking their word or whatever. Yeah, sure, we'll take it. It makes them feel better. Okay. Uh, sure. I will tell you probably. 60, 70% of the items we have, like it's in this museum here that we have, I don't think anything is, you know, going to get you or anything like that. Right. But there are some items that 100% we can vouch for. However, sure. this back section, where we were, it used to be a bank. And the bank used to get robbed a lot where it was located. Oh, I'm um, sure. And there were <laughs> a lot of murders. And... Mm -hmm. uh, one of the guys was making a night deposit box in the back and was murdered. And then yeah. we didn't know it. We were doing an EVP session and we got this name, Ashley. And we had no idea who that was. One day, a lady came in for coffee and was like, y'all be careful out here. There's a lot of murders back in the day. We said, well, we know about the one guy that got murdered. In fact, she said, no, there was a lady that was a bank teller. And we said, well, what was her name? And she said, her name was Ashley. So then it all started kind of making sense. Well, in the back of the back room, we've had team members, we've had guests come in, uh, get touched, scratched, um, attachments for them that followed them home yeah. and things. Um, so we were trying to, you know, fix whatever was back there. Uh, we think maybe the people that was before us, they were doing some weird things there before we came right. in. They also had a small little coffee shop before and we're doing some weird shit man and we were like no you can't do this so yeah that being said we set it down and we went in there's about six of us and we were doing the estes method but we heard a, a loud bang like something was knocking on the door or something yeah and we have cameras set up you know security cameras in case anybody breaks in and you see courtney open the door and look and there's nothing there later right. on in the evening i went and pulled the security footage to see what that bang was and we're not big on orbs. We can debunk probably 90% of the orbs or whatever. Orbs are but bullshit. Let's just, big, can we call a spade a spade? Yeah. Orbs are bullshit. Exactly. There was I love when ghost hunters go in and say, oh, we got orbs. You know what? Shove your orbs yeah. up your ass, okay? Because most exactly. of the time, orbs are nothing more than dust particles. Reflecting. Exactly. Yeah, re refracting or reflecting off of light. That's, that's all orbs are. Yep. Unless yeah. you see cool an orb this big floating in midair, then you got yourself something. That's what we caught. That's what we caught. So we caught a big ball of light. There you come go. Come out from the corner, and you can see Courtney open the door like immediately when that happened. Bang! And the big ball of light came flying by, and she opened the door, and she's like, "There's no, there's no, there's nothing out here. Nothing happened." Yeah. So we were wrapping things up. She grabs the EVP recorder, her and Sarah, and they're like, Patrick, you need to come back here and listen to this. So I was like, what the hell was that? So then yeah. we blew it up on our uh, Bluetooth, and it's plain as day saying, we think it's saying, I will get her. 
Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. I would love to have that on the show tomorrow night to show everyone. Yeah. Sure. We'll yeah. Cause you, I, I should tell everybody that Courtney and Patrick are doing a double header with me. We're going to do a Monday and Tuesday show together. So tomorrow night, I tell you, I'd, I'd love yeah. to have that. I'll get with Courtney. I'll get with you, Courtney, after the show, and we'll we'll coordinate everything. My producer will be here by then. Um, let's see who we got in the uh, in the chat room here. Ah, here we go. Here we go. Our friend Moonchild. Hey, Mooney, where you been? I missed Moonchild. She's one of our regulars here, guys. Moonchild said, I tested out the Miracle Box oh, cool. app, trying to contact David Cassidy, and the voice sounds just like him. I used the uh, uh, Ovulus app at the Valentino's Crypt. She's talking about Rudolph Valentino. At Valentino's Crypt, it said danger, and my daughter broke her ankle later. Interesting. Now, what do you make of that? Moonchild is one of our regulars. She comes in the chat box. Been working, Moonchild. I see she says been working. She works in the. Uh, I love. She works in the health Yeah, I, I love the apps on the phones, but there's one or two that I absolutely love. Some of them I think are just kind of BS. Can I, okay, let's were, talk about that. Like I, you I have, you're going to laugh at me, but I have all of them. I've got, I've got the uh, iBox. My favorite is Necromonic. I, I have that. I also have Ghost Radar. I have um, yep. Ghost Radar yep. Pro. Do you like, do you guys like the Ghost Radar? Uh, Mindy does on our team. She likes it, and I think Courtney likes. It. No, you don't I like don't that one. That. But ne Necrophonics is the one I love the most. Yeah, there's a lot of apps, man. There really are. There's a lot of apps. Lot of apps. Um, I'll yeah. tell you what. I am up like against. Let, let me do this, Patrick. I'm up against a commercial. Uh, this is okay. our uh, station identification break. We will be right back after messages from our sponsors. In two minutes and two seconds. Stay with us, folks. Do you have sweaty balls or volleyball netty balls? It's time to make them ready balls. The Manscaped.com lawnmower 3.0 will do the job and clean your knob with its patented no nick head so your head will function as desired. Enter promo code Wrestling Future for a generous 20% discount. That's Enter Wrestling Future for a 20% discount. Manscaped.com and Wrestling with the Future, going balls to the walls with Manscaped.com and the Lawnmower 3.0. Your balls will thank you. And so will we. Jess wanted to start a business when something surprising happened. Today, I'm going to teach you how to crochet. She started crocheting, like a lot, and her friends noticed. Jess, you need to sell those. So she signed up for Shopify and started building her business. Yes, I love that. And after a lot of hard work, this happened. Oh my gosh, I just made my first sale! You see, every day, hundreds of businesses get their first sale on Shopify. We got a ding! And the next could be you. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life... And become your own boss. Build it on Shopify.
What's Buzz Podcast wants to welcome Radioactive FM 88.6 in Wellington, New Zealand, Radio Perth, Australia, and RTL Radio 102.5 in Milan, Italy. Welcome aboard, and welcome to the Buzz. You're back with Mad Dog DeCipio on What's the Buzz America's Best Podcast. Amelia Pitbull Chapman is on assignment. She will be here later in the show. Tonight's show, Paranormal Society of Savannah. And I am with the founder of that group, Patrick Welsh, and his evidence manager. I love that name. Courtney Batista. How are you guys? Are you back with me? Great, great. There you go. I see Courtney. Yes, commercial break. I thought Courtney fell off her chair during the commercial break, during our Manscaped commercial. <laughs> By the way, if you don't, if, if you guys yeah. uh, are listening to this on the radio, and you're not watching this on television or YouTube TV, then uh, you're missing a hell of a commercial. It's a great spot. <laughs> it's a great spot. Let me put some information up here. The Paranormal Society of Savannah is dedicated to providing help and intervention with paranormal phenomena to those who are in need of answers, either in their homes or their businesses. They service the greater Savannah area and the surrounding cities, and the team was featured on the cover of Paranormal Underground and also featured in Savannah Magazine, the uh, September-October 2022 issue. Uh, Also, and we're going to get into this more at the end of the show, if you are experiencing ghost activity or you believe your home or workplace to be haunted, please contact them at 912-429-3059 and someone will get back to you. I promise they will. And uh, let's talk a little bit about what you guys do when you're coming up against a situation. Here is my co-host, Hot Damn. Watch this. Watch what I do, fellas. Breaking news, Amelia Pitbull Chapman is in the studio. How are you, Amelia? I'm doing good. Sorry about the late delay. It's been raining. In fact, just uh, two minutes ago, I just Mm -hmm. said Amelia's on assignment. She'll be in the studio in a little while, Mm -hmm. and here you are. Yes. (laughs) Well, let me introduce you, Amelia. This is Patrick and Courtney. They are the founder and evidence manager of the Paranormal Society of Savannah, Georgia. What's up? Nice this is you. the pit bull. You've got to see her in live and in color. The pit bull, <laughs> Amelia Chapman. Hello, everyone. So, when when last we uh, were were talking, um, uh, oh by the way, I have to tell you, Amelia, before yeah. I get into the rest of the show, mm-hmm. Courtney absolutely fell in love with the Manscape commercial. She loved. <laughs> She loves the man. I laugh at it every time. Laughs, so. <laughs> she did too. She fell off her damn chair. <laughs> yeah, it was funny too. I guess all funny. girls fall fall off their chair the first time. <laughs> well, let me tell everybody um, where we are with this. Um, I wasn't expecting it. 
me too. And nobody is. And that, it gets everybody. They, they're expecting like this nice, <laughs> you know, calm, quiet commercial. And then boom, in your face. Um, <laughs> let's talk a little bit. When you guys have to travel to another state, for example, do you take the full crew with you? Do, do you take the full crew with you, Patrick? Or do you take uh, uh, the selected people? Patrick, you broke up there. Sorry, my dad. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I said when you guys you broke up for a second. Oh, okay. I'll repeat my question. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. We, we're some, we're having some strange weather here, anyway. So, mm-hmm. uh, when you got when you guys have to travel to another state, do you take a full crew with you, or do you take uh, just the necessary people? So, it depends on. How big the location is. Where we're going, yeah, how big the location is. Okay. Uh, You went right into where I wanted to go. We have an A team, a B team, and a C team. And there's nothing wrong with being on the B team or the C team. It's just if someone from the A team can't go, we we got that that group we can pull from. You always have Uh, a backup, right? Perfect. Yeah, you always have a backup. I'm glad you said that. Uh, I want to ask you, there is a a location that Patrick and and crew did. I'm going to show you a little bit of aerial footage. It's probably all you're going to see is aerial footage. I believe this was shot by a drone, Patrick. Uh, And this is the Powell Powell House. So let's take a look at the Powell building. By the way, um, Patrick, you see what I was telling you before, and Courtney, that it building, like White House. It, mm-hmm. it doubled as the White House in several films. They oh, actually wow. used the front of that building that as now. the White House. Yeah. Let's continue. Place is laid out just like the White House. It's got an east wing and a west wing, the whole bit. Um, that's a large location. How many people did, were did you require for that sprawling estate? And tell everybody a little history so about. 
uh, about the Powell House. Sure. I, I know um, I know quite so a bit before, about the Powell. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, that's Milledgeville, Georgia, the um, Middle Georgia, whatever you want to call it. It's the old insane asylum. That's what we call it. Oh, wow. And when we were kids, um, they would say, "You better straighten up, or we're going to take you. We're going to send your ass to Milledgeville." And you didn't want to go to Milledgeville, right? It was really bad. I don't care what anybody says. I had a yeah. great aunt that was there that was just cuckoo for cocoa puffs, and I mean, yeah. she was a French fry short of a happy meal. But there was just people there that were just insane. But then again, they put a lot of people there, like. Okay, she had her period. Okay, stick her in there. You know, she talked back, put her in there, uh, things like that. So it was a, it was a really bad. They did a lot of lobotomies there and things. Um, yeah. So that was in the beginning stages. So that was like three years ago or something. I think when we were first starting out, it was me, my dad, Walter, and another investigator named Jasper. And Jasper had uh, he's moved since he lives up north somewhere, uh, but he keeps mm-hmm. in touch, and he was a really good friend of ours. So there were four of us at the time and because there was really only five or six of us at the time, the other ones couldn't go. And so we had been in contact with the director of Milledgeville because kids, it's right near uh, a college, it's a college town and kids are always breaking in. Uh, they tell you don't go in it's, and they're hundred percent correct. Now the powerhouse is not uh, the power building. The power building is still looks good you could go in there probably and and do whatever you want but you have to have permission just to walk around there security is 24 7 they will come they call the police so we got to be friends with the director and say all we want to do you know and they tell you stay on the sidewalk you know you can't walk up to the windows and things that's why walter brought his uh drum now the power building as far as i was concerned i had a, a good friend's whose mother worked there and that was an admin building pretty much. That's where the doctors were and lived and all that. Right. Or whatever. That's what mm-hmm. we were told. Um, right. Now the other buildings there, you do not want to go in. I mean, they're falling in black mold. They've oh, got yeah. uh, asbestos, Man. you know, uh, the paint is chipping up with the, you know, the bad paint and everything. It's just, it's, it's bad. And uh, kids are going to jail left and right. You can Google it. I mean, they, they send them, yeah. they send kids to jail all the time. Uh-huh. There is no second chance. So yeah, uh, and I'm glad Patrick said that. And you guys that are out there, and you know who I'm talking to, you guys that um, that like to search those abandoned builders. You consider yourself adventurers. Do yourself a favor. Yeah. And do do the insurance companies a favor and stay the fuck out of these buildings because you're going to yes. hurt yourself. Unless you're a trained professional and you know what you're doing, stay the fuck out, please. Okay? Because I don't feel like paying anybody's hospital bill, all right? Um, now, Courtney, on a, on a site that big, what is your main job on, on a location that big? My main job? You're... Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, my main you're... job basically is to make sure the equipment goes out, you can sign out. You know, uh, me and the case managers do that as well. Um, but my main goal is to collect everybody's evidence at the end of the investigation. So no matter how long we're there for, no matter if we have SD cards, we have camcorders, mm-hmm. uh, voice recorders, all that shit goes back to me before they leave. Because once that goes home, yeah. there's no telling what they're going to do with that evidence. We want to make sure that it's not corrupted in any way. 
Amelia, welcome back. You are up. (laughs) Questions for Patrick Welch Mm -hmm. and Courtney Batista. Has anyone gotten hurt like during the investigation, like scratches or anything like that to where it's like gotten anybody not to come back? So not to come back, but we've had yeah, we've of- we've had people that had stuff happen and wanted to join the team, and they're on the team now. One of them is this biker guy. I mean, uh, I don't know if you guys ever been down South Georgia, but uh, yeah, we got some uh, some mean biker guys down here. <laughs> but uh, Curtis is really cool, and his wife is super interested in the paranormal. I don't know if you guys know about Graveface. So Graveface mm-hmm. is downtown Savannah. It's one of the most haunted yep. locations. Yes. Oh, yeah. There. So we, we did a paranormal class, and then we were going to do an investigation there. Well, he told us, I'm only here, man. I don't give a shit. I don't believe any of this. He's only here for you his know, wife. I'm only here for my wife. This is bullshit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was talking all during the class and stuff. You know, we were. So during the investigation, we go to the serial killer room, and Ryan uh, Graveface has the largest collection of John Wayne Gacy oh. uh, memorabilia, murderability, everything. He's got probably yeah. almost every painting you could think of, and I mean everything. Anyways, so he's up there, and we're we're telling him, "Hey, man, don't don't screw around in here, man." We're telling you. Right. Well, sure. Mouthy was provoking like crazy, and then he oh. said it felt like he got shot in the back. Oh. So he, immediately yeah. he he kind of freaked out. Right. And he was like, can I, can I leave Patrick? So we left and we got video and we got pictures and everything of him going, yeah. Oh man, this is bullshit. You know, like, uh, I can't believe this happened. He became a believer and now him and his wife are on the team and they go whenever they can. Yeah. Um, great guy. And, uh, so, you know, have, we had people get hurt, scratched. Yeah. Scratched. Uh, we have, mm-hmm. uh, I got bit. She got bit at oh, wow. uh, river street in, um, so, oh, Sarah got shoved. Um, you know, uh, the Savannah Haunting? So the sure. actual house. Uh, Mark, yeah. Really, Mark's really good friends of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah grew up with him, so we were able to investigate before the movie and all that stuff. We right. were setting sure. up our cameras and our uh, monitors, and she got shoved and went face first on the marble floor. In the kitchen. Yeah, yeah oh, in the wow. kitchen. And, and she still came right before that happened, that. the lights were flickering and everything, and I was... I had looked over at Mark and said, does this happen? And about that time, Sarah went flying. And that's what you're saying, by the way. And I want everybody to know this, that what you're saying, by the way, is highly, highly unusual. Because spirit, by and large, spirit is generally very benevolent. They're not usually malevolent. What's the difference? Here's the difference. Benevolent is good and and placid, but malevolent is evil and dark. And spirit, generally speaking, is good. There's and there's only two kinds of spirit in the world, as there is in anything, good and there's bad, and that's it. There's right. no shades of gray. There's no middle ground. No, there's not. It's black and white. It's good. It's bad. It's up. It's down. It's side by side. Yeah. That's it. So right. the, the fact that Patrick took a moment to say that is quite important because when you have a team member or a crew member that's being physically accosted by spirit energy, 
You need immediately, here's my suggestion to you. You need immediately to shut the investigation down and center your energy on capturing that energy, that malevolent bad energy, and isolating it. Because if you do not isolate it, it's going to do exactly what you said. It's going to it's going to hit Courtney. It's going to hit this person. It's going to drop that person. I saw Spirit punch somebody in the face one time. I mean, they had a wealth on their face, like like somebody just clocked them. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. you don't mess around with that kind of energy. No. You drop to your knees and start praying. Yes. You, you pray that the prayer of Michael the Archangel or the Our Father or Hail Mary or you pray whatever comes to mind, but you isolate that spirit and you kill it if it's not already dead. Yes. And I think that's why uh, something pushed me at the St. Augustine Lighthouse because I was with my husband and he says, yeah. I'm so upset that we didn't see no ghosts up there because of the captain. And I was like three steps down and he was like five steps above me. No, it's just me yeah. and him. He goes, I'm so upset. We didn't see no ghosts. Something went behind me and pushed me down. St. Augustine Lighthouse has got quite a history. And I fell to my knees and I was like, yeah. Look at him and I was, he was like, way up there. I was like, well, thanks a lot. Yeah. You guys know about the St. Augustine Lighthouse in Florida? <laughs> We've been there before and we're going okay. as a team in November, I think. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's okay. the best time to go. Let me ask you a question, Courtney and, uh, and Patrick. Um, have you guys ever attempted to investigate Penhurst Asylum? No, we haven't had that chance. It's just uh, what if I can make that happen kind of for far you? Far from us. Far. Oh, if you can make that happen, that'd be great. Oh yeah, sign us you up. Guys, you, you, you guys yeah, know you, you guys know the history of Penhurst, right? Yes, sir. It was an insane asylum that largely ninety-nine percent children. <gasps> Oh, that wow. throwaway kids is what they were. No, wow. Yeah, all, yeah right. all kids. It was the state of Pennsylvania. The state had to come in and shut it down because nobody knew what was going on. They kept everything was so tight knit. The staff yeah. of that place was so in collusion with each other. They kept everything from the state. They hid records. Oh. And they made they made it look like everything was all hunky dory. Finally, they sent somebody in undercover and they found out what's really going on here. They that? shut the place down. Wow. They were oh my god, the children. I think it was Geraldo, wasn't it? Yeah. My God, the the the, the I think it was Geraldo that went in there. Yeah, hmm. the the, mm-hmm. uh, the children and then they get aired it on minutes in this or place. something or twenty twenty or something. Yeah, oh. yeah, it was awful, awful. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, no, it was it was awful, horrible. That's awful. There was um, there was a uh, uh, an interesting case that happened that recently here in in Philadelphia. Uh, you guys are familiar with Eastern State Penitentiary, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, here's what prison. they do. It is a prison. It's it's a former prison that housed people like, uh, for a short time, Al Capone, uh, the Birdman of Alcatraz, was uh, actually a Eastern State Penitentiary. Among 
many, many notable killers and serial killers. Um, but when they shut that prison down, some of the patients, I mean, some of the patients, some of the inmates didn't leave. They died inside the walls of that prison and they stayed there because that was their home. Every year at Halloween, they do a walkthrough with people in costume and all that, right? And they charge, they charge like 50 bucks a pop to get into this place, right? And they're in line for blocks long, right? Wow. Well, they have activity on, on Halloween and mischief night like you've never seen in your life, brother. It's you know it's scary when the people dressed up to scare people are wow. being scared oh and want to go home. Okay, that's how bad that is. Um, I want to take a look at um, before we do this. Before we do this, Amelia, I have a question for you. Sure. Have you ever been in possession of an inanimate object that it's come to life? Not that I like know a of. Doll, no, like a doll, like a, um, like a coffee cup that moved on its own. I've had something fly across the room. Yeah, so did Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> I have had something yep. fly across the room yep. once, yes. Okay, I'm asking for a reason. I want to show you something. Patrick, Courtney, don't tip the hat, okay? Take a look at this, Amelia. Okay. Watch this. It's the weirdest thing. I haven't even put the batteries in and it's working. Wow. Okay. That's a music box. Mm -hmm. There's no batteries in it. But it's working. Hmm. How's it working? Could be a phenomenon. Right? They're asking, she says, right, with a question mark. <laughs> Could be the Patrick, ghost wanting think, to hear the How do you box. think that box is working? The only thing I could think of, because, I mean, it freaked me out at first. And then I got to thinking, you know what? What if it was charged and they played it and then, you know, okay, it works. Send it on its way. And it still had a little bit of a charge, maybe. You're that, you're that close, brother. You're that close. Let me tell you why that, <laughs> let me tell you why that, by the way, that was Patrick in that clip. Let me tell you why that little coffin shaped music box is working. Do you ever go into the store at Christmas time and a little button hanging from it that says, try me mm -hmm. and you pressed it and it, okay. There's no batteries in those. There's no batteries in those objects. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> what, what it is, and I'm going to show you exactly what it is. I'm going to show you exactly what it is. You see those two little probes? Mm-hmm. Patrick, you see them two little, them little red and white probes there? Yes. See that? Okay. I want you to take a look at this. Hold on. Let me get you. I want. Here we go. Here we go. 
they're connected to the top of that little coffin case, right? Mm -hmm. On the top of that coffin case is a little electronic probe, and I'm going to show it to you. And I wanted to do this slowly. I want to do it slowly because it's real. There we go. It's really important that you see. I want to make sure you can see. There you go. There it is. Okay. You are looking at, Patrick, why that little music box is able to work. It's an internal circuit that's self-contained. It works wow. It works very much like the same way you go into a store and you press the little try me button. That's exactly how it's working. Wow. And, it, and there may be a bit of a charge in it still. Absolutely right. But I want to de debunk that for you. There's nothing supernatural about that. It's it's cool looking because it's a casket, right? It's yeah. a little tiny coffin. It's you know unusual, um, but there's nothing out of the world uh, you know about that. Um, Amelia, have you ever been on a ghost hunt? No, I've never have, but I would like to. Okay, well, I'm inviting ourselves with okay. Patrick and Courtney because I'm going to try and get them up here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, there's a lot of places up here you guys want to. Penhurst Asylum is one of them. Uh, Eastern State Penitentiary is another. There's um, any number of places uh, here in New Jersey. Um, the old Burlington County Jail here in Burlington, New Jersey, has a history of being haunted. They used to hang people there. Ooh. And they still have the gallows there um there have been reports of people screaming at night because they used to hang them at night wow yeah they used to hang them at night wow and there there are reports of people in that area even now today of people you know screaming um and people uh the sound of footsteps running down the street Police officers are called there all the time, and they know why they're being called there. And every time they get there, there's there's nothing there. You yeah. know, it's remarkable. <clears throat> I'd like to try and get you guys on one of those. Um, but let me ask you a question: what What type of haunts would you like to do that you have not yet had the chance to do? You're smiling, Patrick. I saw that one. <laughs> there's there's quite a few, but uh, where going in August, I know is one of the most hot, hottest times to go. But we're going to uh, Waverly. I have, I went oh, to Waverly, Waverly Hills, sure. Yeah, and I went there like 20 years ago. Um, but I know it's on the bucket list for 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 the team. So I was like, hey, Waverly Hills is fucking enormous. Yeah. Yes. If you've never been there, it's huge. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely huge. You better plan on spending a good, I'm not even kidding, a good two days there. Because mm. you're not going to do it in one day. You're just not. Yeah, we probably need to hit it. 
Well, we're, we're hitting that Saturday, and then Sunday we're hitting Bobby Mackey's because it's only like an hour away, I think. Oh, I know Bobby Mackey's, yeah. Tell everybody yes, about Bobby's. Go ahead. Well, you know, Bobby Mackey's is a country western uh, honky. We, we call them honky tonks down here. Honky tonks. Yeah. I lived in Tennessee. I know honky tonks. Yes, we do. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I lived in Tennessee. I know honky tonks. <laughs> yeah, and there's, there's some spots that Courtney wants to hit when we hit uh, Bobby Mackey's, if you want to talk about that. I want, to, I want them to stick me in that hellhole. <laughs> you want to go basement. into the hellhole. Yes. The <laughs> okay. basement of Bobby Mackey's where most of the demonic happenings and everything just happen in that area i want to stay the whole entire time there mm. Body you know, there. there was a case can i tell can i tell you a story that happened there yeah absolutely yeah. please there was a case of a woman who wanted to go into the hellhole she got they put her in they they, they took her arms they put her in and she wasn't in for not even a full minute and screaming at the top of her lungs to get her out because she felt she was in the presence of something touching her, poking at her, pulling at her. She felt like she was going to be raped in the hellhole. Hmm. She, yeah, she felt like somebody was going to rape her in the hellhole. And it's not a big hole. It's not. Courtney, you know it's not a big hole. No. But when somebody but like that is, oh my God, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I tell you what, you better get some footage of that because I want to see Courtney go in. Absolutely. We'll yeah. have to have them back for that. After they go there, we have to have them back for that episode. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I'd love to be able to go with you. Jeez. When, when is going? August the 5th and 6th? 6th and 7th. I'll be on vacation, damn. <laughs> well, you can come vacation with us at Bobby Mackey's in Waverly Hills. There you go. <laughs> you wait. You're 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 going. What? What's the day? August what? Sixth and seventh. Well, double check. I believe it's August sixth and seventh. Yeah. Sixth and seventh. Our... Guess what? You're in luck because <laughs> the seventh is on a Monday. I yep. would love. I would love to do this on the sixth and seventh. Why don't we do this? Okay. Let's do this on August seventh. Let's do live from Bobby Mackey's. We can do that. Are you oh, up? Yeah. You up for that? Yes, yes. Sir. Yeah, right. That, um, right that I'm down. writing it right down my head of you. <laughs> make make sure the producer that you know the producer in you doesn't forget that. I've got a pen. <laughs> I'm glad always, you do. I don't he, write nothing down to me. He, does all he always has me have a pen and paper everywhere I go. So <laughs> I never used to deal with pen and paper, right? Let me tell you what this one did. <laughs> I want to show them, right? <laughs> this is Amelia now, okay? Well, I can't help that, okay? <laughs> I'm taking notes like you don't even know, okay? <laughs> and she thinks this fucking funny. I'm spending a fortune <laughs> on nothing paper. wrong to be organized. <laughs> exactly. See, there you go. See. <laughs> anyway, so listen. Um. We're going to call it a night on the... Oh, no, we're not either. We got an investigation to do. Amelia, I asked yes. you that question for a reason because I wanted to build up to this. Because um, we're going to go a couple hours tonight. Why don't we take a look at this? Oh, before I do that, um, Patrick, before I show this clip, 
give everybody in the in the audience a sense of what we're about to see here. You're familiar with the scene, so tell everybody, like, what are we looking at, and uh, where was this investigation? So that is Allenhurst, Georgia, right outside of Hinesville, Georgia. Uh, looks like Jay, Hope, and someone else. Jay is the only one that's actually on our team that's sitting down to the right. He's our demonologist. Uh, the okay. other two ladies are just, they, they, they run the house. It's like a bed and breakfast, so they run the house. So they wanted to, okay, I got to hang out. Go ahead. So, mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. So this is a B and B. All right, let's take a look, and then we'll I'll st I'll stop it along the way, and we'll talk a little bit. Okay, let's let's take a look. Oh, Patrick broke the rule. Patrick is already breaking rules. You're walking through the house with a computer. <laughs> that's a no no. Yeah, you know, that's a that, that's on the a big no no list. All right, so I caught yeah. you with one. Caught you with the pants down there once. Okay, so hold on. Yes. What you got? You got your EVP recorder, or what you got going? Just a camera right now. All right, Patrick, what are we looking at? It looks like a REM pod uh, okay. in the middle of the floor. I think that's the what they call the pink room. Uh, I'm not real familiar with this video. This is Tell Jay's everybody, video. Patrick, uh, what a REM pod is. Uh, a REM pod is basically, you can tell uh, uh, temperatures, you know, when it gets hot and cold. It changes colors. You got red. You got uh, green. It senses what it yellow. really. It yeah, what it really Sorry. does. What it's known for is it detects rapid temperature fluctuations in a room. That's what it's really designed to do. So, and right. anybody that tells you anything else, the only thing it really does is detects rapid temperature changes, and they're very good at. It. Right. Let's take a look. And we're watching. This is a, a um, and looks it looks appear to be an empty room with some, like a camera equipment, a vacuum cleaner. I see. I see a chair up against the wall. Some. And a woman behind the door. Yeah, whoever it is, is responding you. Really good. It's getting better and better. And Patrick, whose voice are we listening to here? That's Jay. Jay is from Pakistan. Okay. Um, he's actually in Turkey. He's in Turkey right now uh, for two months, but he'll be back. Okay. He's our, are you a uh, friend? Demonologist, whatever. Very. Okay. Yeah, that's Jay. Now, this is the second time I've noticed this, but the woman in the chair 
is sitting next to what appears to be either a photograph of someone important to the house or it, yes. or it may be some sort of tablet, but it looks like a photograph to me, not a tablet. It's so a photo. It, it, are we looking at a, a picture? Uh, who is the picture and why is... What what is the significance um, of the woman there? So she was known for these extravagant gardens and everything. The house was built right after the Civil War. Right. Um, all right. You know who Jim Williams is? Sure. From Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. So yeah, Jim absolutely. Was sure. very good friends with with her. They had wild parties there, wild parties. Even okay. uh, Danny, who Jim murdered, uh, was known to frequent there all the time. Uh, it's about 45 minutes maybe from, from Savannah, Savannah mm-hmm. something like that. So they would have these crazy parties. Um, mm-hmm. We saw a lot of pictures we probably sh- shouldn't have seen. Um, I'm trying not to, but uh, they were very like, I don't know. They they didn't want us really being they, they wanted us there but they wanted to protect the integrity anytime we thought we were yeah. getting something or whatever they would say you know don't post that or whatever because of course they're trying to make it into a bed and a and they she had left it to like the humane society or something yeah. of liberty county i believe or something so they were trying to make money that's how they make money yeah. to help it so they didn't want people seeing a lot of this so it was really hard and 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 i can i tell you something i sensed that and not only did i sense it but i noticed it and i thought to myself they want you there but they're really not wanting you there Mm -hmm. i think they want to end it a lot here's here's my sense and let me let me give you my psychic sense and then i'm going to give you my common sense sense my psychic sense is that they knew you were going to find activity. That's the, I believe that. They knew you were going to find something. My common sense tells me they didn't want you to find it. But they knew that you were going to. My common sense also tells me that they tried to put the kibosh on this. But there's a problem. You own the footage. Now, did they sign a waiver? Did they sign a disclaimer? Yes. Okay, good. Then you have yes, the right have to do whatever the uh, waivers before we start filming. You you have the right to do whatever the fuck you want with it. Let's continue. Thank you. Okay, now at some point, Patrick, somebody made the decision to lower the lights or shut the lights off. Why was that decision made? Or did it have to do with the fact that there's a REM pod in the middle of the room? Hello? Did I freeze? Patrick? Can you hear? Oh, good. 
Are you guys able to hear my questions? Are, are you guys still with us? I don't know. Okay. Cause you guys are completely froze up here. Sorry. I think you were. Oh, there you go. Breaking up. Yeah. Okay. But so here's what, here's what I was asking. Uh, the, the, the room the room was well lit now the room is dark was there a reason turn the light out yeah is there a reason that the that the lights went dark light is she here? No, it's storming for them. Oh, it's storming for them. I thought it was storming for them. I don't know what it is. I'm going to walk up to the store. Yeah. I don't have really bad weather. Now, can I ask, are you guys doing an EVP session here? Uh-oh. Yeah, they're they're not even here. Hold on. Yes. Are you still, are you with us, you guys? Yeah, they're not here. Mm -hmm. would, they're trying I'm, to log in or something? Yeah, so, somebody's trying to join in. I don't know what's going on. Sorry, folks. Um, this is live, and we are having a difficulty with our feed from Savannah. Here we go. So let me get, oh, let me sorry. get, um, I want to, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. There we go. Yeah, hold on a second. I want to get, um, before I go any further with this clip, I want to make sure that I've got Patrick and Courtney here because you guys were, you disappeared and they get, you froze up and I don't know if we're having a, a problem with the feed from Georgia or what the weather's doing. Um, but here, let me ask you this while the film is, is down. You're in a room, the lights are down, REM pod is in the middle of the room and there are people sitting around this room. Are you guys doing an EVP session at this point? Sounds like he's trying to say something. And he's trying to say yes. Wow. They're having really problem. Okay. I think we're there we go. back now. Sorry. I think yeah. there's a storm storm, uh, but I think we're okay. Can you hear some song? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just praying that you stay with me for a little bit. What we might have to do, because I'm up against uh, 8.24 p.m. All right, so here's what, you know what? Why don't we do this? Mm -hmm. I am going to um, 
call it the end of episode one. Patrick and Courtney will be back with us tomorrow. Um, Patrick, you still with me? Can you hear? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Patrick. So here's what we're going to do. Um, yes. We're going to go off the air right now. We're going to come back tomorrow. Don't leave, though. I want you to stay with me. Stay, stay here. Yeah. All right. So uh, why don't we do this? Let me just say good night to everybody, and we will be back tomorrow. Okay. We heard for part two. We will be back for part two tomorrow of Savannah Paranormal. Shit. Uh, the Paranormal Society of Savannah is with Patrick Welsh and Courtney Batista. Um, we will say good night for now until I see you again tomorrow. For Amelia Pitbull Chapman, for Patrick Welsh, for Courtney Batista, I'm the Mad Dog. We'll see you tomorrow night, folks. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Some viewers may find.